listening to From the Friars Podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. Such large clouds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood along the shore, and he spoke to them at length in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep, and when the sun rose, it was scorched, and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. But some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit, a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. Whoever has ears to hear ought to hear. The disciples approached him and said, Why do you speak to them in parables? He said to them in reply, Because knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to you, but to them it has not been granted. To anyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. From anyone who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because they look but do not see, and hear but do not listen or understand. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them which says, You shall indeed hear, but not understand. You shall indeed look, but never see. Gross is the heart of this people. They will hardly hear with their ears. They have closed their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and be converted, and I heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. Amen, I say to you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see but did not see it and to hear what you hear but did not hear it. Hear then the parable of the sower. The seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of the kingdom without understanding it and the evil one comes and steals away what is sown in his heart. The seed sown on rocky ground is the one who hears the word of God and receives it at once with joy, but he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. The seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word and it bears no fruit. But the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. The Gospel of the Lord. My brothers, may the Lord give you his peace. 
Um, in past weeks, I have failed to welcome and greet our fellow parishioners who are following us over the parish website on the internet. So welcome to you as well, who are praying with us. I think the camera is somewhere over there. Hello. <laughs> Uh, praying and, and worshiping together here in these strange times, huh? I have to admit to you that I absolutely love the readings today. You know, from the uh, prophet Isaiah 55 to Psalm 65, Paul's letter to the Romans chapter 8, and then of course this very famous parable of Jesus about the sower sowing seeds. I just love these readings. And as I was praying over them once again today, I was thinking, you know, you probably could maybe build your entire spiritual life on these readings alone. They're just so deep and beautiful and accessible. And uh, if you uh, have been at one of my masses, I had shared with you, I grew up in Indiana. So I grew up in the farmlands. So here, you know, when we have the passages from the Bible that talk about farming, the, um, what they call allegories from um, agriculture, I just love it. And um, I wonder if one of the problems that we're facing today, um, particularly for many people, uh, for their spiritual life, it would be this disconnection from creation. You know, if you grew up farming, you become so, I think somehow you become so aware of God and how much we need Him. You become aware of the importance of the weather, the sun, the rain, and you know, and, and you, you become aware um, when you are eating a meal, you have a, an awareness of that where it came from, and you become aware how much we should be thankful to God for everything. And in modern life, that's becoming harder and harder for people. You know, uh, less and less awareness of creation, less and less awareness of like where the food comes from or you know, how many of us, like my whole life, I just turn the faucet and the, there's water that's drinkable. You know, in days of old, it wasn't that easy, huh? You'd be going to the well every day or, you know, um, there was a drought, you would really, you'd be praying, please, Lord, send us rain. So. Um, today's readings give us an opportunity to take a moment to think about, well, let me put it this way. I think in these readings, Jesus is teaching us about God, and he's teaching us about what God is expecting of us. What is he teaching us about God? In another place, Jesus will say, your heavenly Father sends the rain and the sun on everyone. Remember that passage? The good and the evil. So be like your heavenly Father, right? In Matthew's version, he says, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect, meaning he sends the rain and the sun on everyone. In Luke's version, he says, be merciful as your heavenly Father is merciful. I love to put the two together. Matthew and Luke, it's like, be perfectly merciful as your heavenly Father is perfectly merciful. He sends the sun and the rain on everyone. And it's kind of like the sower of the seed, right? It's a bit of a crazy story. If you do farming, you plow a field and you plant the seeds there. But this, this farmer, he's throwing the seeds everywhere, right? 
kind of like our Heavenly Father, the sun and the rain go everywhere. And this teaches us something about God. It has been revealed to us that God is good and He is a loving Father. And our struggle to understand who God is, what is God like, it has been revealed He is a good and loving Father. Like the sun in the sky, He radiates love, He radiates goodness, He radiates life. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? This is what God is like. The seed, it goes everywhere. The sun shines on everything. The rain falls on everywhere. And so we learn from that that God is good and God is loving and God is life-giving. The Creator I find that very moving and beautiful. So that's what it teaches us about God. So what does it teach us about what God is expecting of us? What is the response that God is looking for? What is, well, in the words of this parable, what is the fruit that needs to grow? 60 or 30 or a a hundredfold. What is that fruit? It is love itself. Right? St. John of the Cross has a beautiful quote. The evening of life, we will be judged on love. And one of my favorite saints, a big hero of mine, somebody I got to meet and talk to, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, she once wrote, love is a fruit that is always in season. So this all-good, all-loving Father is inviting us to be like Him, loving and good. That's the fruit. It's, in other words, it's holiness, the fruit of holiness, goodness and charity, love. And there's the other virtues, right? Prudence, temperance, you know, all the, the classic virtues. That's the fruit that God is looking for. Now... Let me conclude with an insight that only comes from people who've done farming. We've got four different types of soil here, right? You've got the hard path, you've got the rocky soil, you've got the soil with the thorns, and then you've got the good soil. Any farmer will tell you that you can work the land, you can break up the path with a plow, you can take the rocks out, do you ever go and see the rocks that have been piled on the side of a property? It's every spring when it, the land thaws, you pull the rocks out, and the thorns can be uprooted and cleared. So the Lord is inviting us, in our, particularly in our spiritual life, to cooperate with His grace, to better the soil of our soul, so that that word, that seed-like word, comes into our, our heart, comes into our life, and it bears fruit. It grows. And it's the fruit of holiness, of charity, of holiness, of goodness and love. Isn't that beautiful? I just love these readings. Um, now, 
Let me make a connection to the Eucharist. When Jesus spoke about the Eucharist, he also used examples from farming. He said once, I am the vine, you are the branches. The branch must stay on the vine to bear fruit. What grows on a vine? Grapes. Grapes become wine. He was talking about the Eucharist. He once said that unless a grain of wheat dies and falls into the ground, then it will bear fruit. What does wheat become? Bread. He was talking about the Eucharist. Isn't that beautiful? And just as the farmer may pull the stones out of the soil, what happened at the resurrection of Jesus? The stone on the tomb was cleared away, right? So when we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, this bread and wine that has become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus, as we receive Jesus, when you receive communion, it's like a seed being planted in your heart that Jesus' presence may grow, that charity, that goodness, that love may bear fruit in our, our lives, that we may be become images of Jesus in the world, that we may also bear witness, that we also may then take the seed and, and, and sow it and scatter it, that the kingdom of God would grow and, and uh, take root in our midst. Amen? Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans